The following is a paid program and is meant for educational information only and is the sole opinion of today's sponsors. A full inspection of your situation is suggested before taking any action. This is Making Your Home Great on News Radio 680 WPTF. And as is true with everything these days, I think it's going to be a sort of an unusual season for us. Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier is here. Thank you, Brock, for coming in. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for having and me trusting, here. And trusting in my non-virusy uh, status. Well, we'll stay across the room from each other. That's, a good, that's an excellent <laughs> idea. Um, we, we were talking before we started the show about the way things are going this week. It's very unusual. Uh, but I will tell you, we also have with us Stephen Clip of Stephen Clip Architecture. Stephen, how are you? Good. Good. I'm glad you're here with us. Stephen is the uh, house whisperer, and we need to get a we need to get some sort of I don't know nickname for Brock. Maybe we can come up with that between Stephen and I today. That that should be very exciting. I appreciate that. You Thanks. will be the. M- the mold whisperer. The mold, no, no, that doesn't that, make That doesn't blend very well. It doesn't, well, doesn't sound well. <laughs> All right, so we're talking about everything that includes the home, and we're also going to talk about um, the, the outside of your home. Keith Ramsey of Garden Supply Company on the radio program also today. So it's a busy day. We need to start with the news of the week. I think so. The governor has signed an order which is enforceable and punishable as a Class two misdemeanor mm. for some people to work. Now, I'm covered. I'm in education during the week. Media is also covered. So we're, you know, this show is going to continue. That's right. We're going to continue to be able to travel into the to the radio station. Um, and certain home improvement things are covered and are exempted. And and what are you hearing, Brock? Because I've got the order right in front of me, but are are people shutting down? Well, you know, like I've said before, I've been in construction here a long time, and and we work uh, very closely with a a lot of construction companies in the area, from roofers to drywall guys, framers. Uh, They use some very specific verbiage uh, in in the rules and regulations that we all have to follow. And unfortunately, yes, some some of these construction companies are are having to lay off employees. We're we're getting phone calls from them asking if if we can come help them. so it, it's a tough time for everybody right now. I think this just caught everybody off guard, and, and we all have to just kind of follow the rules and see where it goes. The home improvement hardware and supply stores are allowed to stay open, assuming that they, they choose to. Uh, building supply hardware stores, uh, materials if they sell materials and supplies, electrical, plumbing, and heating uh, materials. Critical trades. Now, this is going to come as a surprise to certain people who didn't know that they were not (laughs) critical, right? (laughs) Building and construction tradesmen and tradeswomen, other trades, including but not limited to, thanks for being nonspecific here. Right. Plumbers, electricians, exterminators, cleaning and janitorial staff for commercial and government properties, security staff. And guess what? Um. HVAC, painting, cleaning services, moving and relocation services, landscaping, 
and other service providers. I'm having a hard time not squeezing anybody into that. Uh, I, I would agree with you. I think there's a lot of loopholes there that, that some of these companies are, are finding to, to, well, to keep their doors open. Right. There, uh, you can go to get supplies to work from home. So, right. Well, that makes sense. Right. Professional services, legal services, accounting services, insurance services, they are exempt. Thank goodness for the accountants. Yes, we need more of them. <laughs> Stephen Clip is an architect. Stephen, you think you're going to be going out seeing people? Well, uh, first of all, I don't go out and see people that much anyway. Okay, good. Uh, so a whole lot of my work just continues as is and drawing. Uh, I'm in professional services, and it's also quite often uh, connected with necessary construction. Yeah, I, I, I stopped myself too quickly. Professional services such as legal, accounting, insurance, professional engineering, and architectural services. There we go. Oh boy. Yeah, you are specifically <laughs> yeah. exempt. Excellent. When Rufus and TJ from the National Guard stop you at the checkpoint, you can go ahead and tell them you're an architect. Show them the card, and you'll be fine. I mean, it's not going to get to that point. Uh, we, we all hope it doesn't. Uh, we're all in this ride together, so yes, I guess we we're going to see how it plays out. Well, I've had multiple discussions with different uh, groups and architecture review boards, uh, community association leaders. Yeah. And for the most part, construction is typically outside. Uh, the people just don't get close to anybody. Right. The construction workers, for the most part, aren't the most social people. <laughs> you know, they're, they're not gathering. I can attest to that. Other. And so I don't see, you know, they, they tend to keep their distance just as a natural course. I wonder. And I have never really seen homeowners come up and hugging their sweaty uh construction work. Well, let's ask, let's ask Brock. Brock, when you crawl out from under somebody's house... There's not a lot of hugs being offered. No, hugs. no not not really. Uh, and, and now I will say one thing: I'm yeah. I'm still out there doing estimates. I'm still out there looking uh, under people's homes for mold remediation. I mean, that's still a, a big concern to everybody today. Uh, but one thing I have noticed is all of the customers that I've had the pleasure of working with in the last few weeks have been practicing social distancing. Yeah. They, I talk to them through the door. Uh, they're able to hold conversations. So it does appear a lot of people out there are taking this to heart, and, and hopefully we'll get past it quickly. That's a, that's a good yes, thing. Yes, and I've done uh, – I'll, I'll do consults, and which is basically giving people an idea of – they tell me what their goals are. And then I tell them, okay, here's the full range of ways you can achieve your goals. And, you know, a whole range of options and what each is going to cost. So you've got a good idea of uh, everything you need to know to make an informed decision. Stephen, are you doing, uh, have you been doing work where people photograph or videotape their home? And then you come in with with ideas and suggestions? Uh, Yes. Some, more so, I, I really need to see at least in person once, initially. But I will tell you, I've managed to do that without touching anybody, without getting within six feet of them. Sure. And in fact, without touching any surface. Yeah. And it's 
you know, when you grow up and your your mom takes you into a store and tells you, put your hands in your pocket and don't touch anything. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, the same thing holds true for, you know, uh, interactions now. Well, are you are you able to to look at assess uh, blueprints to a property and and come up with designs that way? Is there a way that you're able to work with your your customers and homeowners based off of the design of the house, or is it something oh, yeah. that you need to get eyes on? Well, no, no. Quite often, I can. I'm actually right now evaluating two plans done by uh, other architects, where they've asked me to evaluate the plans. And, you know, just give an assessment of them of how they can be improved. Mm. And has to do with both aesthetics uh, and the other thing is just how you bring joy into a house. How you, you know, set up a house so that uh, it brings a family together, it uh, brings joy and life into a house. And... Anyway, all that's done, I could just look at plans and do that. You need to go ahead and design me some joy in my house. Because <laughs> we have three dogs and one cat and my wife and I, and honestly, we're just getting stir-crazy. I, Stephen, I need you to get me a, a, a man cave pretty quickly. Well, you know, when we, uh, when we talked to the landscape supplier today, yeah. And I'm sorry, I forget his name. Yeah, Keith Ramsey of Garden Supply Company. Keith, yeah. Garden Supply. Uh, I think the main reason they keep the Garden Supply and uh, the big uh, hardware stores open is right. to keep people from going stir crazy. Oh, I know it. Very. That's uh, a good point. Very well could help. be. And, and honestly, gentlemen, Stephen, isn't this an excellent opportunity for people who've been staring at those four walls? to take a look at them critically and say, maybe we should do something different. Well, I fully expect my work to to increase over the, you know, the, the next six months mm-hmm. uh, because a whole lot of people are, are at home. They're having to, you know, they're spending a lot of time looking at their house yep. and saying, you know, there's some things I'm not happy with. I, I can attest to that. I've, I've been locked up in the house now for a week and a half, and I, I have a, a, a nice honeydew list that I've made myself of <laughs> things that I just never noticed. There's a great thing on Facebook. It says, uh, you know, start praying for the men who told their wives that they would get around to this project when they had the time. Because, honestly, now we, a lot of people have the time. Uh, uh-huh. Okay. All right. Steve McClip, hold on. We'll talk to you in just a moment. Uh, 919-860-9783 is our telephone number. If you have a question for an architect, specifically Stephen Clip or Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier, and we're going to talk more about um, Triangle Radiant Barrier and why you may want to take some time and uh, consider those services. Also on today's show, Keith Ramsey of Garden Supply Company. This is Making Your Home Great on WPTF. Making Your Home Great on News Radio 680 WPTF with the telephone number 919-860-9783. I'm Dave Alexander. He is Brock Emmons. We've got Stephen Clip of Stephen Clip Architecture on the radio show later on. 
Keith Ramsey of Garden Supply Company. Now, Stephen, i got to ask you a question. You don't just specialize on designing buildings. You also work a lot on outdoor spaces. Uh, you know, the last week and a half, I've spent a lot of my time sitting on my back patio uh, <laughs> trying, to, trying to enjoy this wonderful weather we're having. What can you tell about our listeners uh, and give them advice about what they can do to their outdoor space to uh, really help them spend a lot more time out there? Okay, people think of rooms as being inside their home, but they're also outside rooms. And so they're, they're inside living spaces, outside living spaces, and they follow much of the same rules. So uh, I know nothing about plants, but I do understand rooms and spaces. And setting up outside rooms and outside spaces uh the number of times I've gone up to homes and just how you approach the house is wrong. Where the driveway is located, it points you to the garage instead of at the front door. And you want the person, when they first go onto your property, to see the front door, to see their destination. Right. Yeah. And instead of looking at the garage doors. Yeah. Uh, then when you come up to a house, for a house to properly display itself, it needs a foreground, just the way a painting does, and how you set that foreground up. Then you go out the back of the house, and you've got living rooms outside. Uh, what is each one for, and how you would set it up is based upon how you're going to use it. Feng shui is what this sounds and, like to me. It's making uh, the space feng usable. Shui is is part of it, it's a whole understanding of the philosophies of, of how we live, but the outdoor, the number of uh, people who they build either not enough deck, yep. or they build way too much deck. And, you know, if you mostly have two people sitting out there, uh, and you've got enough deck for 40, yeah. uh, not only does it take a lot of maintenance, but it also reduces your enjoyment because you're not connecting with the yard because you've got so much built space. I see what you're saying. And I, then there's see, the whole thing of where the steps from a deck yeah. go down into the yard. Yeah. And do do they does a railing block your view? I've had a number of decks where we've actually change them so because they're blocking the view of the yard. You can't right. enjoy it if you can't see it. And but you can create steps to actually lead your eye out and down into the yard. Right. And you create a focal point somewhere uh at the other side of the yard that draws your eye. I so, wonder, Stephen mm-hmm. I, I have one of those small decks and I I don't want to just go ahead and design something to make it a bigger one. Right. Because you just described a problem with a larger deck. Um, Should I call you and have you figure out whether I need another, you know, 100-square-foot deck? (laughs) Well, and that's it. uh, I do consults on outside as well as inside. Yes. And it's not... As I said, I know nothing about the, the plants. You know, oddly I enough... Know how to set up spaces. Oddly enough, Keith Ramsey of Garden Supply Company is here. Keith, welcome. Oddly enough... How are you doing? All right. Stephen, thank you.
Sure. Thank you very much. Talk I to you soon, Stephen. Appreciate you being on the radio show, a consistent host. What I didn't know, he's a consistent guest here. He's going to be a consistent guest here. What I didn't know is he used to sit in the big chair. He was running this show for a period of time. This is back at another iteration of it. Um, Stephen just admitted he doesn't know m- much about plants, but he does understand outside spaces. Mm-hmm. And Keith Ramsey knows his plants. I know my plants. <laughs> what do you guys do at Garden Supply Company? It sounds like I'm going to come in and buy some stuff. Yeah, so we're we're a full service uh, garden center. Yeah, we've got um, tree shrubs, annuals, perennials, um, in, interior decor. Yeah, veggie veggie gardens, soil. Can you help me plan? We because can. I I know honestly. I know what I can kill. <laughs> yep. This is all I know. Right. Yeah. So that's the that's what we do all day long is find the right plant for the right place. You know, people come in and they're looking for a dry, a dry shade plant, or they're looking for something that'll handle tolerate the water, um, something that'll take full blasting sun. So it's you know picking the right plant for the right place and something that's kind of bulletproof that you know that people are going to be successful with. Keith, I'm going through that same problem right now. My wife and I were sitting on our deck today trying to figure out what kind of plants we wanted to plant around the yard. Some areas in the shade, some areas that see full sun. So you're saying that we could come down and talk with you guys and talk with somebody that really knows about this kind of stuff and can guide us in the right direction of what might be available. Yep, exactly. Wow. You know that's a that's a um, it's it's something we see go wrong a lot of a lot of times. People pick something up that's got tons of color on it and they take it home and pop it in the ground and yeah. then, and then they're not successful with it you know so it's trying to pick the right plant for the right place and i should mention we started the program talking about the uh, governor's um order and exempted from the stay-at-home order is home improvement hardware and supply stores right exactly you're exempted we are congratulations fortunately very exciting yep um (laughs) and and i think it's going to be you know having a garden center open is um it's going to be a mental health um scenario (laughs) (laughs) tell me about it we were talking about that earlier you know i mean being able to get outside in your yard and do something that's that's positive and that you know that's improving your environment and just being able to work and and get something done i think it's going to keep people happy how long can i milk that for i mean uh, you know planting a tree is not going to take three hours right exactly but but i might want to get out of the house for three hours right yep so you just you know you just work slow work (laughs) Work slow (laughs) <laughs> no, there's uh, there's uh, there's all kinds of things to be done outside. I mean, people are right now. People are planting. We were talking about um, victory gardens. People are planting veggie gardens like yeah. crazy. You know, I think I think it's twofold. You know, you walk into the grocery store and there's no there's no fresh food in the in the produce department. Yep. Or slim pickings, and then then the second thing is it's you know you can plant lettuce seed in a in a ba- even a. a you know, just cut the top off of a bag of seed and plant lettuce directly in the bag. Okay. Um, you never have to dig anything in the yard at all. And then you're the only person that's touched your lettuce before it's on your plate. Oh, this is a good See, idea. that's that's, that's yeah. great great information to have. That's yep. why we got to call you guys over at Garden Supply Company. Visit their website at gardensupplyco.com. This is a very impressive website. I've been rifling through this for the last few minutes. You know, you guys have a lot of really strong reviews on here. It looks like you have a lot of happy customers. Yeah, we've been around 23 years, and, and uh, we've got a staff of about 50 people. 
So you know when you need when you need point you know just uh, some direction and you want you want some guidance on guidance on what to put in. Um, you can always come in. You can come in with pictures, and we can help lay it out and give you quantities. And- now I need to know about a victory garden because I, <laughs> let me just tell you. I, let me just admit something. I also know how to plant a garden. I don't know how to keep it from going overgrown with weeds. Right. Okay. So you know, I mean, gardening is you know a vegetable garden. You know, it takes it takes a fair amount of time. I, I think most of them tend to you tend to lose it as it gets hotter in Amen. the summer. Yes. Um, so mulching them in using um, using recycled paper and, and and or and or wood chips or mulch. Yeah. Um, leaf leaf mulch to to mulch it in so you don't have as many weeds. And then the other thing is, you know, it's an annual plant. It's supposed to grow fast, produce fruit. Right. And, and die. Yeah, that's right. You know. Yes. So, so, so the other thing is just kind of knowing when when it's done, right? And taking them out and putting some new ones in, you know, or staggering staggering the crop. Like I, I, I always tell people with with cucumbers, when cucumbers yeah. come on, yeah, you got more than you ever ever need. Amen. Yes. So, so you plant two mounds instead of six. Yep. And then you do them every two to three weeks. This so, is a good idea. All so, right. I, we're going to pick your mind on this in just a moment. First, our news, and then we'll come right back. This is Making Your Home Great. Keith Ramsey of Garden Supply Company, Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. This is Making Your Home Great. News Radio 680 WPTF 919-860-9783. Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier, myself, Dave Alexander, and Keith Ramsey of Garden Supply Company. And you, you you do have tomatoes in. We do have tomatoes in. Um, there's been a couple of years I've planted tomatoes in on March 15th or, yeah. or around there and had really great success with it. It's not something that I recommend to customers typically. But once we can see a long-range forecast that, that doesn't look like frost, we'll start bringing tomatoes in. And um, last weekend we sold about a month's worth of tomatoes. Wow. Um, people are planting gardens like crazy. You know, and um, you can plant them in a five-gallon bucket. You can. That's right. Yep. And if you get frost expected, yeah, you, you can bring move it in. them around. Yeah, or, in the garage. Or plant them in the ground and use your five-gallon bucket as a greenhouse overnight. You oh. can just turn the, turn the bucket upside down over there the plant. Very nice. You know what I saw once was, uh, this is up in Yankee land, uh, th- they had these water-filled Oh yeah, containers. Wall of water. Is that what it is? Yeah. Wall of water. Yeah. And it, and you'd put it around the plant, and then you'd fill the containers with water. Yep. And it was supposed to keep it from. Yeah. So frost. it warms warms up the water during the day, and it also reflects the water. You know, it, it, it reflects the light onto the plant, so it gives you a, a lot stronger photosynthesis. I think that's yep. what they do call not, that. <laughs> do not wait for April fifteenth. I don't think I'd wait this year. We've sold literally. We sold a month's worth of tomatoes in in two days. And uh, got a huge order in this week. Um, everybody's planting veggie gardens. That is a good idea. Well, now I want one. I feel hey. like I'm, I'm left out. I need a veggie garden. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, here's the deal. Again, I neglect the garden. But I want to start right. Mm-hmm. Should I spray, because it's going to be where my lawn is right now, sure. where the grass yep. is. Should I go ahead and spray to kill the grass and weeds yep. in that area? Then follow it up in a couple of weeks with mulching yep. and the planting. Am I correct yep. on the process that's, that's here? That's exactly it. Okay. Yep, kill the grass kill the grass or cover the grass up with paper and then put good soil on top of it. 
All right. Now, for somebody who doesn't like weeding, yep. and I'm raising my hand here, that's me, <laughs> yeah. will mulch. Yeah, mulch. So leaf leaf, leaf compost or, or leaf mulch, yeah. um, uh, wheat straw does a really, really good job of keeping – Keeping um, weeds out of a out of a veggie garden. Oh, it does. And then you know, if you've got fruits, you know, if you've got things like um, cucumbers or or melons or that kind of thing, they're sitting on the wheat straw instead of sitting in the dirt. Oh, so that that yeah. makes it that makes it a little cleaner and neater. And they, and they, I don't. It, there's it's something about the straw itself that it actually prevents weeds from germinating in it. That's neat. I had a, a, a zucchini garden once. Yep. And you know, you don't lift up those. Those leaves all the time, they grow to mammoth proportions. <laughs> they it was, do. It was like a baseball bat. Yeah. I you know. saw a uh, picture online last year that uh, it, it, was a, it was a guy with a shotgun <laughs> down on one knee. His cat was sitting next to him, and, and he, had, he had 20 zucchinis in front of him, and it said, first day of zucchini season. <laughs> I always, always talk about the zucchini solstice. Yeah. Zucchini solstice is the moment somewhere – Late August, where every man, woman, and child in America owns a zucchini. A zucchini, absolutely. Right. They all got one. Yep. Let me ask you something, Keith. I, I do not know much about gardening, and this is something that I would love to take up down the road. How important is it for me to, to get a consult, to actually have somebody come out and try to teach me so I don't screw up my yard? Yeah, I think it's it's really important with plants. It's, you can... You can there's lots of plants that I think are amazing plants that I would, but I wouldn't buy one, but one of them and yeah. have them in my yard. And they're just not that dependable. Um, so you know, getting the right plant for the right place and then and then knowing something's going to it's, it's really going to work and it's going to hold up is is important. So getting that that information up front is going to save you a lot of time and money. Um, and then you know, the, landscaping is a it's a science and it's and it's design and science combined. So yeah. you know, if you don't have a good design, it's just not going it, to it's just not going to show. Um, so we do both um, consultations at people's houses. You can go on the website and look up you know look up. Um, we've got profiles on the on our different designers and then and then their schedule and you can go ahead and schedule a landscape consult there. Yeah. Wow. Um, basically, we spend an hour on on site at your house um, and then you know looking at the site, taking pictures, doing measurements, um, coming up with ideas, talking about what your your wants are, and then we'll we'll meet at the garden center later on and look at different types of plants because. You know, five five really great plants for any given situation. Um, you know, you point at the first one, love it or hate it. You yeah. know, and and you can work through. You know, and then find good combinations where you got different textures and 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 different colors of plants that are so that they're. They, well, you said five plants. Okay, so answer me a question. Mm-hmm. Does that mean I'm going to have to show up in a flatbed truck to get this back to my house, or do you guys do any delivery? So we we can we can either deliver or install pretty much anything we sell. So. Oh, install! I love that. Yep. So they can put it in for me. I can <laughs> yes. sit up on the patio and cheer them on. Exactly. I love it. That's we can we can send you. We can tag a tree for you, and then we can send you home with a with a flag, and you put that flag in the ground, and when you come home from work, you know, it's there. A week later, there's a tree there. Perfect. Uh, I like it. Now, is it a good season now, or a good time of year to put a tree in the ground? Yep. I was always told no because it's too hot. No, now's now's a good time. It's, yeah. yeah, you can plant twelve months out of the year in North Carolina. Um, you know, as you get into the, the the tail end of May, 
it starts getting a little on the warm side for putting stuff in. But if you're if you're able to water um, every, you know, check it once a week. But if you're able to, able to water several times a month, I mean, I've I do I've done a lot of planting in late June, which is I would say notably the worst time of the year to put stuff in, and had great success. It's just having the time and knowing you know you need you're going to need to water. I like it. I, I wonder, of course, what are those plants that I should just stay away from. You know, there's not really that many that you should stay away from. It's, you know, things like Daphne, there's a, you know, it's an extremely fragrant plant in the middle of wintertime, but it's a difficult plant to, you know, if I I sent you home with three of them to plant in a group, one of them would die. Hmm. You know, they're guaranteed, but but one of them would die. Um, So it's, you know, it's just knowing you only want to put one of those in. You put one one in one section of the yard and one in another, and, and, you know, more than likely you'll have success with them, but you start trying to match them up or put them in a group, it's not going to work out. I don't know. I wouldn't have known that. Well, you kill – so one would – one would die and the two others would survive. You're putting a lot on me. You're (laughs) assuming that I would actually be able to keep the other two alive. Alive. Yeah. I would do it. Yeah, All right. Have it. You you've got on your website beekeeping. Yep. We do a lot of uh, we do all kinds of bee supplies. Yeah. Um we uh, we we've got all the bee boxes. We we sell bees in packages, um nucleus hives. Um we go out and catch swarms. I've caught two swarms today. Uh, really? Yeah. So, you know, bees swarm this time of year and and um you know, it's it's we're always trying to catch them before somebody tr- sprays them, or but it'll it'll be a basketball sized ball of bees in a tree, and you go out, we go out and, and put them back into a box and take them with us. I yeah. will admit, as soon as he said that, yeah, I looked yeah, at yeah. his hands and arms to see if he had gotten stung today, and it looks like did uh, you? looks like he did yeah, a little bit, he did. yeah, twenty or thirty times, twenty or thirty times. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing: we there has been stuff. Uh, in the news that bees are bees dying are, off. Yeah, bees are struggling. Um, mosquito spray, poor water quality. There's a number of different things, but um, there's a mite that has, has wreaked havoc on uh, an insect that's wreaking havoc on bees. Um, and so it's important. That, that there aren't many feral bees out in the, you know, living in the wild anymore. So it's, it, they're better off to be managed in a, in a, in a, colony in somebody's in somebody's house so you know you'll see them on a fence post you'll see them in the tree and and we always just recommend that people either call us or call a local bee bee association there's lots of different bee groups out there that so somebody can go out there and pick them up and and find them a, a good home well in the monthly newsletter you have a a monthly newsletter it looks like you guys do each month with with just some great information in there uh, I, uh, to our listening base, we guys, we highly recommend you go visit their website at gardensupplyco.com. There's so much good information on here, including recorded podcast with uh, Keith Ramsey. So uh, please go visit his website at gardensupplyco.com. We didn't need to have him here at all. We could have just run the podcast. <laughs> that's what it sounds like. <laughs> we could have said, you could have been going off on a bee call or something. That's, that's you know. right. I could have finished catching that last swarm. How did you get in this? Into gardening, yeah. So it was a high school job, and and it, I decided that's what I wanted to do, and and uh, I was one of those oddities that actually knew what I wanted to do early on, and yeah, my parents tried to talk me out of it, and you know, I ended up going to school for for landscape design. Oh, you did? I okay. Did. Wow. Yeah, because there are a lot of people now talking about you know, maybe you don't need 
education, a traditional uh, liberal arts education for yeah. every kid. I, I, I don't think you do, but it's, you know, it's a good thing to fall back on for sure. And again, it's, it's a nice, you know, it's a nice, easy way to grow up, I think. Wow. Garden Supply Company is the company. Now, the, the, think about that while I read the, uh, the URL, the address, gardensupplyco.com. And, yes, I'm looking at your March newsletter right now. And what should I be doing in the yard now? Is it What can I get away with now? Um, you know, one last fertilization, pre-emergence on your lawn, you know, fertilization of your lawn, yeah. pre-emergence on your lawn, um, keep crabgrass from coming up. Um, we sell a pre-emergence you can use in your beds as well, so it keeps weeds from coming up in the beds. Now i got a scary situation because I actually don't have any grass in my yard, but I don't want to kill all that many weeds because... They're the only things that are green. Mm-hmm. Okay? I mean, I've really neglected that to the point of losing soil. Yeah. Honestly. I'm, yeah. I'm getting – all right. So what is the product that I need to do to kill those weeds? Um, you know, you can use you can use Roundup. Roundup's been in the news uh-huh. like crazy. I, I still think it's a, a safe product to use. Yeah. Um, and then you can use um, Weed Be Gone or – or two four D is what you use in for lawn lawn areas for right. broadleaf weeds, um, but you know if it, if it's if it's in such a state that that's what's holding the ground, what yeah. I would do is wait until the fall. The fall is a great time to renovate lawns, you know, and and you know spray the weeds ahead of ahead of fall and then put seed down then. Okay, uh, that makes a lot of sense. Next week's show we've got uh, Kitchen Casanova, Eddie Casanabe. And Paula Fullerton from So Fine Too on on this radio show, Making Your Home Great. But we're outdoors now. We're going to be indoors on the next uh, radio show. Uh, Kitchen Casanova, Eddie Casanova. Now, we had the house whisperer earlier on the show. You guys need nicknames. I don't, you know, <laughs> I don't need a nickname. Keith Ramsey of Garden Supply Company. The bee whisperer. Yeah, it could be the, the bee whisperer. The, I, th- I think I have a bee whisperer. You think you yeah. have a bee yeah, whisperer? We've got a, we've got a full-time guy at the store. Really? That, yeah, that, that manages our bees. We've got about 50 to 100 hives. All right. The guru of the garden, Keith Ramsey, there will continue with us. Hey, I like it. The garden guru. In just a moment, 919-860-9783, making your home great on WPTF. Telephone number at Making Your Home Great is 919-860-9783. In studio, Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier and Keith Ramsey of Garden Supply Company. Brock, let's talk about Triangle Radiant Barrier. What work do you do? What work do we do? Well, we're a a residential and commercial insulation company. Uh, We do open and closed cell foam insulation from batted insulation, blown in insulation, even a a long list of high-grade radiant barriers. Uh, we do encapsulated crawl spaces. So, you know, everybody's talking about that, uh, especially nowadays with with the uh, health pandemic. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of people that have mold growing in their crawl space, and they want to take steps to not only get rid of the mold, uh, but to prevent that mold from coming back. So, we try to specialize. Uh, if it's up in the attic or it's down in the crawl space, we we do a little bit of everything. 
Okay. And uh, I was wondering about the attic and spray foam. You spray foam when you can't access the uh, necessarily the the studs. Am I correct on that, or am I wrong? If the drywalls if the drywalls there is foam the best way to go. Okay, so there's a there's a few different types of foam. What you're referring to is uh, uh, what they they call expansion foam, which yeah. is where they cut small holes in the drywall, uh, stick a tube down there, and fill the cavity with with expansion foam. Um, it's a great tool. Uh, the downside is there needs to be no insulation in the wall in in the first place. You see, yeah. if it was built originally and it has batted insulation in the wall, and we cut a small hole in it and try to fill the cavity, it can cause a few issues. So the only time expansion foam is, is really used is, is typically in pony walls, uh, areas and crawl spaces where they were drywalled for some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, when it comes to interior homes, uh, fo- it depends on what part of the country you're in. Uh, you know, doing insulation as long as I have – if, if you're up north in New York and in Jersey, Chicago, Detroit, you're going to see a lot of foam insulation. Okay, yeah. Foam insulation works better for cold air movement. Okay. So the areas of the country that are colder you typically use the, the majority of, of foam. You go down south, uh, Florida, Texas, Oklahoma, Nevada, Arizona, you run into radiant barrier insulation. That type of insulation is, is better geared for high heat uh, temperatures. Right. So uh, really the only advice I have with homeowners is you really want to call somebody out to take a look at your property that uh, knows a little bit about all different types of insulations because your home might serve better by a specific type of insulation over another. Okay. That's, uh, that's Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. Your website is kind of like some other websites I've known. It's the company name.com. That's right, triangleradiantbarrier.com. So it's a little long, but think of triangle, radiant, barrier, and you're good. Uh, yeah, and, and, and especially right now, a lot of people are concerned about having people come out and, and do estimates. Yeah. Uh, so uh, our company has taken steps. Uh, we typically come out, we're, we're gloved, we have on Tyvek suits, we're able to do an inspection. We, we maintain our six-foot distance from everybody. So Good for you. I want everybody to know that even if you do ask us to come out, we'll make sure that uh, we leave your house in better condition than when we la- uh, arrived. Now, the uh, stay-at-home, uh, stay-at-home order signed by the governor, does exempt places where construction equipment or construction materials, including garden materials, are sold. Correct. I think we have to emphasize to people that even though they've been given instructions to, quote-unquote, stay at home, if you're still open, people need to go to you. Yeah, so it's a, it's, you know, it's, it's come in early. Come in late, you know. Don't pile all everybody pile in at one time, and right. you know maintain safe distances. The the advantage, one of the advantages we have is our building is actually a greenhouse. So we've <laughs> yeah. you know all the all the things that have been not such a great you know we have no conditioned space. Yeah, uh, we've got a plastic roof. Um, now yeah. we now we get sunlight inside. And we've got big vent fans that pull our change our air out every twenty minutes. So, See, this is the thing. You know, I was told I do do a doctor show earlier in the day, and yep. the, the whole idea is if you have air movement, yep. it is not whether it's hot or whether it's cold. Yep. 
just keep the air moving. Yeah. That's right. And, yeah, and, so we've got eight exhaust fans, you know, big four-foot exhaust fans that are pulling air through this door all day long. So it's it's as safe as, safe as any other place. I like this. Now, you send people out. To people's homes we do so we can go out and do we can go out and do landscape consults and give people ideas um and now's a great time you know what you know, we were t- talking about the insulation and any kind of home improvement i mean it's you've yeah. got you've got the time you're you're at the house you know i mean take advantage of it look around figure out the things that need to be done schedule those people um need to keep this economy rolling as we're all you know being wise and staying safe that's sure. right the three of us agreed that when this is done, when people are freely moving, there will be some pent up demand. No, <laughs> oh, for, for sure. People in both of your businesses. Yeah, uh, yeah. So you know, get ahead of that curve and and have you know have a plan and know where, you know what you're going to do and, and you know if you've got crawl space work or you've got landscape stuff and you know keep the people you know local companies busy. Yeah, you suggest a, so, uh, something called plant tone. For trees and shrubs, what is that? Um, Plantone is a uh, it's an organic fertilizer by Espoma. Um, yeah. It's a it's a great general purpose fertilizer. It's organic. Um, you can't burn with it, um, and it's 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 kind of a soil building um, plant feeding right. product. It's easy to use, perfect. I see in some stores that I've been in, they're still selling bulbs, and I think they'll keep the display up forever. Is it too late, really, to put a bulb in the ground and expect it to grow up this it's, year? Yeah, it is getting. And bulbs are bulbs are difficult in in our heavy clay soil. You know, sometimes having a we'll sell this we'll sell the same thing that would be in bulb form in a container that's already got some roots established and, right. and a bigger plant. So when you put it in, it's just it's it's a whole lot more likely to to make it. You know what I'm seeing a lot are elephant ears. Yeah, elephant ears are a bulb that you can plant. I mean, you can. You yeah. plant those. It, it takes a lot of hot weather, but you pl- you plant those this time of year, um, and they'll push push foliage, and they're hardy in our area, so they'll stay stay around. And they're ridiculously large. They are ridiculously <laughs> large. It's, it, it's almost comical. You're looking at it's like my neighbor's got this sort of I don't know rainforest mm-hmm. look. Absolutely, it's a it's a big tropical looking plant for sure. Wow, we're talking on making your home great. With Keith Ramsey of Garden Supply Company, and you can have them out, and they'll they'll take a look at what you've got going on, and help design a landscape for you. Yep, and then we can we can deliver it, deliver the plants, or deliver and install the plants. You can do it yourself. Um, you know, just all kinds of options. We'll we'll deliver and install one tree, or we'll do complete landscape jobs. That's a good thing. That's now, a good thing if you're, they wanted to call you, what what's a good phone number for them to reach out to you? 919-460-7747. And go ahead and look at the monthly newsletter on their website, gardensupplyco.com. Mm-hmm. And the March 2020 newsletter talks about what you should be doing now. Um, and uh, you're teaching me new, new words here. Pre-emergent. Yep. I hear it all the time, but I don't. Yeah, so pre-emergent you're putting down before the seed germinates, so it's gonna it's gonna disrupt the it's a it's a very mild chemical that just basically disrupts the little white root as it's as it's breaking out of the seed, 
um, and then causes that seed to die. And we still have time for that. We do. Right. It's it's kind of a it's kind of a February fifteenth to March fifteenth for the first application. Right. But if you haven't gotten the first application out, get it out anyway. And then six weeks after that, you do a second application. Wow. And that keeps you know that breaks the weed cycle. It'll keep new weeds from coming up in the lawn. It'll keep new weeds from coming up in beds. See, I needed to learn this today. This was important information for me. I needed to know this two months ago, <laughs> six months ago, because I now find out that probably my front yard is a lost cause for this season. Right. Planting seed is just the best time to put seed out is kind of September, October yeah. um, for fescue. I got a neighbor who used to maintain his lawn like you wouldn't even believe. And we looked at his house once on Google Maps. And he had the beautiful greenest lawn. Then we went backwards, right? Right. You see the whole neighborhood. He still had the greenest lawn. Right. You know, I I want that next year. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to call Keith Ramsey of Garden Supply Company. I'm going to get get him to look at my lawn, what's left of it. Come up with a plan. Yeah. Maybe water. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) Probably have to water every now and then. (laughs) A little bit. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Keith. Thank, Thank you. you, Brock. The, and thanks again to Stephen Clip of Stephen Clip Architecture, who was on the first part of this radio show. Kitchen Casanova, Eddie Casanabe. We'll find out how he got that nickname. And Paula Fullerton from So Fine Too next week.